This is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes, and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now, before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now, remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. For this next guest on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, I have to say I'm personally very biased because Abby Gantz, who is the content team lead for Wix, uh, is my sister. I've been asking Abby to come on the podcast for quite some time because I know from her personal journey to leadership and the fact that content marketing is the whole notion of her business, there are so many lessons in there that our recruitment community can take away from an amazing tech company. And she finally agreed to come on. And during this interview, I think some of the things that you're going to take away from it, if you're listening to this and you're a recruiter, um, is ensuring you know collaboration and the way that you actually market yourself can be the real critical path to success in terms of defining your career and ensuring you join an employer that allows you to fulfill your full potential in however that looks rather than a prescriptive linear um, approach and for those leaders listening some of the things that we talk about will, will literally blow your mind. They're very simple things that you can probably adapt and learn from an amazing tech company around how to run a global virtual team, how to maximize opportunity for people in terms of succession planning, in terms of ensuring you're attracting the best talent, and more importantly, retaining your best talent. How do you ensure that you're getting the best out of people and that you're keeping them really engaged and psychologically safe? It's one of the things we talked about. And then finally, not, not last but least, the fact that Abby absolutely epitomises for me how to accomplish life as a working parent in a leadership role. And she'll share some of her personal experiences with that. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. And I'm really proud of my sister. Um, she's accomplished so much um, in a country that she moved to not knowing a soul uh, in 2012. I think, it, I think that's right, when she made Aliyah. She's forged an incredible life for herself in a beautiful city. And at the very least, please go and look at Tel Aviv as a potential holiday destination, because if you haven't yet been, you really should go. It's the most phenomenal place, welcoming. The food is phenomenal. The climate's incredible. Um, And it's a really beautiful country, steeped in history and culture. You don't have to be religious to go to certainly Tel Aviv. Uh, It's an amazing city, vibrant and extremely innovative. And for any recruiter that's looking to do business over there, you do need to get yourself over there on a holiday first. So let's jump into the episode and see what Abby's got to say. This is Leisha Holmes, and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And this is a first for our podcast. We have been global since we launched in 2020, but we have officially never had anybody from Israel before. So I am delighted to welcome to our community today, someone who I've known pretty much all her life actually, because this is actually my sister, but she's also a really valid guest because we're gonna talk today around a number of things relating to leadership, being a working parent and holistic editing, which I think you as our audience will be really interested to know about. 
This is Abby Gantz and she is a content team leader at Wix. Welcome to you today, Abby. How are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well. So for those who are listening, you really should go and watch this on YouTube. We don't often get that, but this is my sister and I don't know if we look alike, but I think we're kind of doing the same thing with our hair. We keep putting it over our shoulder. <laughs> Welcome to you today. So obviously a lot of people won't necessarily be familiar with what your job is, but you're going to talk a little bit around what you do day to day. And I think a lot of people will know who Wix are. So just give us a bit of context as to what you do day to day. Okay, well, um, Wix is a platform essentially for um, enabling users to create a website of their own. Um, I manage a team of marketing writers. I currently have eight people in my team um, across the globe, actually. I have a, um, in Tel Aviv, in Israel, in Dublin and Ireland and in New York. Um, and uh, we basically are responsible for creating all the marketing assets uh, for Wix.com. So anything that um, drives users through their Wix journey from acquisition to emails to landing pages, that's what we're responsible for. Wow, very succinctly put. And what I really particularly liked there was that you actually mirrored the accents of the team that you have globally, particularly the Irish <laughs> Fantastic. No, that's really, really what succinctly put. And, you know, I think it's um, for, for our audience, although you're not within the recruitment sphere, I think there's going to be a lot we can learn from you because all of what you do is driven through content and marketing. And of course, in our world in recruitment, everything we do is driven through content and marketing now. You know, that's, that is the new uh, way that we business develop. And that's how we engage with our con candidate and client communities as well. So, um, for those who obviously aren't yet familiar with you, they'll probably be clicking on your LinkedIn. Just talk a little bit about how you've how you've landed in this leadership role. Was that something you always set out to do? We briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere, the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe a single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincere because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincheri.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. Um, it's a great question and, and in short, no. Um, <laughs> um, I started out um, generally um, in marketing, in content. I've had a few different roles uh, throughout the years. Um, and I started at Wix three years ago um, in the marketing writer position. Um, and within three months, uh, there were changes in the, um, in the department and my boss made me team lead um, and kind of threw me in the deep end. Um, and it was very exciting for me and something that I wasn't really kind of planning for. Um, and, you know, I was managing for three months and then lockdown hit and the team exploded and grew and I had to hire a lot of people in lockdown life. And it was really kind of throwing me in the deep end. And it was a matter of sink or swim. And I think um, I think I swam pretty, pretty hard. Um, and uh, actually, you know, since then, Wix have really been 
a great support in providing the tools for me to become a successful leader. Um, and that's really, you know, I owe a lot to the people around me. I have very strong mentors, my managers. Um, it's really a community of, of growth. Um, and this is really how I'm adapting this and reflecting this in my role with my team too now. Mm. I just wanted to unpick that a little bit because from a personal perspective, sometimes you sort of share what your leaders have done, what your business has done. And, and I've often said to you, haven't I, over the last two years, you know, they are an exemplary company when it comes to true pastoral care they really do invest in the people then you know their the journey and the experience that you have day to day when you know i think you were the first one of the first countries to go into lockdown actually you know they really understood what that would do in terms of transforming the sort of culture and that you were all going to work remotely so just in terms of you, you said there that you know that they have been exceptional in leadership and give and enabling you so are there sort of things that we can take from that in terms of what you've experienced that maybe recruitment leaders listening could say well we could do that there's no reason that a leader in the recruitment industry can't replicate what Wix do for example so, so like what what have they done um so first first and foremost for me personally you know they provide a lot of courses um in um leadership so uh, it's learning the psychology of le leadership yeah. um the practicalities how to give feedback um things like that um, I think a lot of it comes down to the culture of the company as well. Um, you know, we even say, um, excuse my language, but this is it, like public for everyone to see, like we don't hire assholes. Um, you know, we really hire people who um, are passionate about what they do. And, you know, it starts from that moment that we're, we're hiring, really. We invest, um, I do apologize for the uh, siren. <laughs> <You're alive. laughs> um, we invest a lot of, time in the hiring process, um, ensuring that the candidates are really a right fit on both sides, that they really want the position, that okay. we really want them. Um, and then it starts from there that people are in the position because they really want to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and then aside from that, you know, we invest a lot in time in the onboarding and from the company side, um, developing people, it's it's a natural growth and there's no linear growth path for anybody um it, it's so dynamic for anyone and for a writer you know they can move to a team lead position they can move to um a different writing position at some point if that's what growth looks like for them and so really they really um promote a growth journey based on your personal preferences um and they support you with that yeah, no, I think that there's there's certainly three key takeaways there for me as a recruitment leader in the first and foremost, obviously, what we do is we, we recruit, we hire and you want people who want to work for you. So it's it's understanding what those persons sort of goals are, their motivators, the reason for being in the job. Um, I think that's sort of the, the paramount thing. The onboarding, you know, that's it, it, so many people get it wrong. But you're absolutely right. You know, how are we making this person feel part of our culture? How are we making sure they're integrated? They've got all the support. And then the one that's going to blow the minds of those leaders listening who have, you know, the structure in place. This is the journey. This is where you start. This is where you go. Let's just blow it up out the water. And let's learn to just be a bit more innovative and a bit more creative and listen to the examples of Wix where you might have a recruiter sat there going, you know, this, this is what where my natural flow is, but you've only got this path for me. That's not going to work. Let's do this. Create it. Create that path. I love it, Abby. That's absolutely hundred percent. And actually, you know, I think if anything, Corona life has taught us is that, you know, 
we we have the flexibility to do these things and make changes and and the time is now you know what we're we waiting for we can see what can happen in life um and really you know it's a reflection on also the team you know i'm not looking at one person with a specific background. We have writers that used to be tour guides, that writers that used to be in broadcasting, in journalism. It, it, they come from all over and they all bring a perspective that you know makes their writing stronger as well, mm. which is really exciting. And I think you know the same with any department. You know we have we have people in dif different departments, not necessarily coming from the linear path to come to that role specifically mm. as well. And that really just shows that you can bring something unique to the role by not following a path. Oh my God. And again, listening as a recruitment leader, you know, we're all in talent short markets. There are, under, there are no candidates in your usual pools and they're not going to be created from nowhere. You know, we're not going to be able to magic these people to so start to think, you know, let's take somebody on a journey who can bring qualities, who can bring experience. You know, the best recruiters might have all come from a sales background, but actually I've seen some amazing recruiters come from teaching backgrounds, from those that have been uh, flight attendants. It doesn't actually matter because what matters is what you've picked up on there. It's the mindset. It's their, how they use that experience to sort of magnify the opportunity that they're currently in. I, I love that. And, and I think that leads really nicely onto um, this, this this notion of holistic editing. So, you know, your job is obviously to edit the marketing content for Wix and obviously cr create that um, engagement for your clients. But to, what exactly is holistic editing, first of all, and then how can we plagiarize that in recruitment? <laughs> um, so really it's the concept, you know, like I was mentioning before, the, the the leadership is really very supportive. Um, and the way that we edit um, is also in a way that we can grow our writers. So um, it's not editing in the sense of I'm in the dock and I'm, you know, checking their grammar and create, you know, correcting their spelling errors. It's really, you know, taking a step back and asking the questions like, what are we trying to do with this? And what's the goal here? Um, and really putting in questions to that that will um, bring out the best level of work that was not very eloquently put but <laughs> um, <laughs> that, the highest quality work basically um, and really what we're what we're trying to do in in like the the big picture is you know um, elevate the quality of work going out there um, and that's not something you can do when you're micromanaging or when you're inside people's docs. What we want to do is grow our people and so help them question things the way they should be questioning and help them learn the way they should be learning and the research the way they need to be researching um, and giving them the space to grow. Um, you know, you mentioned before, I'm a working mom and um, I can relate it very closely to parenting. You know, you don't want to be a helicopter parent. Um, because they don't have space to figure things out on their own and learn on their own. And it's exactly the same with managing, no matter, you know, which discipline you're, you're in. True. It's true. It's about empowering somebody to make those choices. And you might be surprised by the what, by what route they take. You can learn something from your people. This is the thing, you know. Exactly. Yes, you're hiring such, like my team especially, you know, that they're, they're smart, educated people and they come from these amazing backgrounds and everyone has something valuable to bring and you know just because I'm the manager it doesn't mean I'm telling them what to do I'm exactly you've nailed it like you listen to them and we can all learn from each other not just in my team as well in the bigger team when we're working with 
product marketing managers and business analysts and um, creative the creative team and the designers. Everyone has a perspective and we all have something to learn from everyone. And that's another valuable point, uh, you know, in, in my team, especially, you know, we really were working so collaboratively with- I was just about everyone. to say that word. Yeah, we, we really do. And we really, you know, we have team meetings where we're all talking and we all respect each other's um, point of view because we're all researching it from different angles. Um, and so we want to share that knowledge. It's important in order to grow. Yeah, no, all, all of these things will really resonate with our audience because I think that to get the best out of best performance in terms of achieving the ultimate goal of your or, or, or what the purpose of your business is ultimately it's not down to one singular person. It's down to a community of people that you employ, whether that's three people or whether that's 300 people, it doesn't matter. But collaboration, I think, you know, if I observe what experience you've had as an employee, but also as a leader of, of Wix, you absolutely epitomize collaboration. There's no question about that. And I think that we can learn an awful lot from that, from the creativity point of view, but in terms of day-to-day -day practicality. But that, that does lead me on to the, the next thing, which you've already kind of touched on in that, you do run a global team. How do you, how have you managed that? Because obviously that was thrown upon you and I love that you did swim. You really swam, you swam an ocean. <laughs> uh, well, whilst doing it and your children were locked in with you, can I just say this woman is amazing. Um, during a very long lockdown, I think you were locked down far longer than we were in that lockdown one. Horrific. Yeah, I have no concept of time anymore. They are, it, the yeah. two years merged, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, so how, um, how do you do it practically so i guess it's a, there's a couple of elements to the question how do you manage or how do you lead your team virtually in a mm -hmm. in a way that is meaningful to them but also to you so you as a leader get something out of it and and what i guess what have the downsides been in terms of are there any lessons that you would maybe go back and do differently okay so i just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote-unquote modern recruiter. Personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now they teach it all to you over an eight week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Oh, good questions. Um, so um, on a practical level, um, 
I think my biggest learning curve was going into lockdown and managing and hiring a team from lockdown. And, um, you know, we, we had six months of virtual meetings and, and again, uh, Wix really provided a lot of support and how to, um, how to um, create the same vibe that we used to have in the office. And the office, when I, when I started, it was like we say, very collaborative. We would have coffees together. We would, you know, it was a very social environment. Mm. Um, you know, and they really promoted, um, you know, don't send emails, just go to each other's desks and have a chat. And we get things done quicker that way. We build personal relationships that way. And it's really important. So how do we maintain that offline? <laughs> Not offline, online, sorry. <laughs> um, so, um, so really, you know, we kind of gave ourselves at the beginning um, kind of um, time online to have coffees together online. So we would put half an hour in the morning to just say, it's just for a coffee, just as though we're, just to you chat. know, just to chat. Um, we would uh, like block out time to have lunch um, because, you know, Zoom life could get insane and you just have back-to-back -back meetings all day mm. without any break. Um, so maintaining that kind of, normalcy in a way um, and then when I started hiring it was kind of a slow process first I hired in in Dublin um, and they're only a two-hour um, time difference um, and really um, at the beginning I was doing team meetings like twice a week just checking in as a team and having one-on-one um, -on -one sessions whenever they wanted really um, and as the team expanded and grew, uh, I had to limit that slightly. Um, and now we, um, we obviously have a, a writer in New York too. We have a team meeting once a week um, where we tr you know, try and balance between just kind of chit chat and just getting to know you because it is difficult to break yeah. that barrier with a screen in front of you. Um, um, so, you know, I, I always like to joke, I make it like awkward hour, you know, I'm always like coming with, tell me a fun story about your week and, um, you know, trying to make it as fun as possible and bring that balance because I think, you know, when you feel comfortable in a team, then you're more likely to reach out to each other and feel comfortable to use them as a, as a support as well, which is what they do. So we have the weekly team meetings. I have set weekly one-on-one um, -on -one meetings with the, with them, um, and they know that they're that I'm available for them if they need um, on on Google Chat, on on Slack, um, um, even on WhatsApp. You know, they I, I they know I'm there for them if they need. Like that that time is for them, um, and occasionally I reach out to them if I need them. <laughs> um, but. But really, um, you know, we have we have a chat where you know we post inspiration for each other and we have conversations and um, and I know that the team also I really promote you know they work um, collaboratively together as well um, and so I, I think we're finding a nice balance at the moment. So independently of you, they collaborate with us. Yeah, so you collaborate yeah. It. I love that. And that, and actually, just going picking up on a point there that you just talked about, I think getting to know your people as people as opposed to employee employer mm -hmm. do, do you think that starts with you showing you said you know because i know you're goofy we're both goofy sisters you know we just have this image that we're not but we're very good <laughs> i don't um, have any do <laughs> no i know she is very good. um do you share that vulnerability do you do you let them see you know that you were struggling as a working mum? there's no question you know you had two little kids whilst trying to run this team so do you did you do that first and was that done in a contrived way or did you just have to do it you just have to be like look i'm really struggling guys um, the thing is, you know, I'm, 
I, I am who I am and I'm very open as a person. Um, and my team know that. And, you know, I always, I always say like, oh, I'm an oversharer and, um, and, and it is who I am. And I think um, that has partly helped me get to where I am now because people see that like, you know, I'm not a superhero woman. I'm just a mom uh -huh. trying to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> it's all about perspective, you know? Um, um, so, you know, especially in lockdown life, you know, everybody saw it was very difficult to separate the two lives because mm -hmm. I was on Zoom meetings with my kids jumping all over me and screaming at me and people could see, you know, them screaming at me and having a fit while I muted myself and then turned my camera off. And um, so, you know, that boundary went in, uh, in lockdown life. Um, and I think once the boundary was down, yeah. it, it stayed down yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, ultimately like my, I think we, we're human and why, hide that or change that like people have things going on in their life um, and I think that's also creating a healthier environment for everybody when mm -hmm. I'm being open they're also telling me listen like I'm having a hard time or um, I, my, I have to take my kids to the doctors today and I'm like okay like do what you've got to do <laughs> and really that's how we're you know I'm not saying to them be there at nine and leave at five because you can't do that to people we're, we're we've hired adults who are responsible for their time who want to do Absolutely. a great job yeah. who are passionate about their job and so really we're focused on deadlines and whatever that means for them if they have an appointment in the morning or if they you know had a bad night's sleep for whatever reason and they need to sleep in a bit longer that's okay you know it's as long as they're getting quality work done and they're doing their job and they're responsible for their um for their workload that, that's what's important accountability i mean everything you said that again totally transcends every industry but if i'm talking about my industry in recruitment i think everything you've said there is what true holistic leadership actually is because you ultimately are focusing on your outcomes for us obviously it's revenue usually that's what we're looking at profit and revenue for you it's obviously achieving the client's websites presumably um and i think you know there's so much virtue signaling that goes on i assume in your sector as much as in my sector and in, in every industry that employs you know adults in that you know oh we you know we're going to do this to make you know we're going to have this person's going to come in and we're going to have gym sessions and yoga and it's actually no what the most important thing you can do is create a psychologically safe culture and the way you do that is starting going back to what you just said there it's like we're all human beings we're all adults and let's assume that by trusting you, we'll get, you're going to achieve it and you're not going to save the mickey. And I think actually that's, that, that starts with a leadership team. So I think it's, it's been so succinctly put. It really has. And, you know, before we go, how do you manage it? Because obviously now, we, you know, we're back in, we're in this new norm now where presumably, hopefully we won't go into a lockdown. But how do you, how do you achieve your goals as a leader? But how do you ensure that you're not compromising being a parent at the same time? lots of people listening will be in your position yeah um so again um i have a lot of um you know to thank for like the culture of wix where you know they really um you know understand that we we as parents have to like take our kids and stuff so twice a week i you know leave early to pick my kids up from school and i spend time with them and i make sure that when i'm with them uh i'm with them 
um, phone away. Um, I'm giving them all my attention. And then the other days I do work late. Um, and actually one of those late days, I make sure um, to have some me time after work. Um, so I always meet a friend once a week um, and we, um, you know, just me, myself and I, uh, no, no duties to she goes anybody. She to the beach and she sends me photos. From the <laughs> yes, um, and, yeah, and, you know, so it, it's really about, you know, just trying to make those choices and prioritize mm -hmm. um and also you know lower expectation you know life is different it's um not how it used to be um i you know i i tried to hold on to the previous life for as long as i could and um and that, that's when that's when uh, it became difficult so <laughs> yeah. yeah um but knowing knowing that you know you can you can balance it somehow mm -hmm. um just by prioritizing and focusing on the here and now. So when I'm in work, I focus on work. When I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And when I'm with no one, I switch off. <laughs> and do you know what? What a beautiful way to end this podcast. I think that is, everybody can do that, whether you are a parent or not. It, it, that is down to, that is your self-care. Absolutely. When you're in the here and now, focus on what you're doing and everything else can just wait. Oh, you have been a wonderful guest, as I knew you would be, and really appreciate you giving us the time, and um, thanks to Wix as well for letting us have a little bit of insight into what is an incredible collaborative industry, and uh, sharing your experiences with us. Thank you for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs>